This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... Right, Chris. No. I think that's fair to say. If anybody was watching me on the watch along, I think you will know how utterly I'm just totally pissed off. 
I'm going to thank Elton and thank Scott. They're in the green room waiting to come in, but I have warned them both. I'm going to have a bit of a rant first. Um, this is Leicester Till I Die TV. It is the post-match show. We are looking at Everton 1, Leicester 1. Leicester concede again late on. It's just getting bloody stupid. It is turning utterly and totally stupid. Where can you find us? Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. On YouTube, it's Leicester Till I Die TV. Please, um press that like button and subscribe if you haven't done already and of course click the notification so you don't miss a show we do about um eight or nine shows a week so um you don't want to miss any of those and if you're listening on your favorite podcast platform whatever that might be we're on all the main ones and many more as well thank you very much um i think i'm going to find that there's going to be one guest that isn't happy and one guest that is probably very ecstatic after that performance. Uh, I'm going to have one. Don't make me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. You know, we've struggled this season. We have had um, a lot of injuries, 23-odd injuries. Nine defenders have been injured at some point. Um, the new signings have been injured. Fafana was out for the whole season. And, you know, kind of get that. I'll give the players that. And then the players start to get in, they start to get recovered. They start to come back. And suddenly think maybe, maybe we can just have a good end to, to the season. And then we go and fuck it up. We fucked it up against Newcastle. We fucked it up against um, Everton tonight. And in the past, we fucked it up against Tottenham and we fucked it up against West Ham. And, and I could go on and on and on. Um, for those of you that are not as old as me, um, <laughs> you may or may not remember, we used to have a manager called Martin O'Neill. And you know what? He would be in that dressing room now chewing their balls off. Because his attitude was, you play to the final whistle. This bunch, and I'm not blaming, I can't blame Brendan for this. I think it's the players' mentality. They they are playing like pansies. You know, 90 minutes. Yeah, that's how long the match is, but we have stoppage time. Are you not learning anything? Are you that? And, you know, there's a joke going around about how footballers are thick. How thick do you have to be that you don't learn from your mistakes? Tottenham. 2-1 up, 94th, 95th minute, we lose 3-2. West Ham, yeah, that was Brendan. You know, he changed the uh, defence in the 92nd minute, whatever it was, when West Ham had a corner and we've gone from winning to drawing. Newcastle, we concede in the 90th minute. Tonight, I mean, thank God, if, if, if Ricardo had made contact with... The uh, with the trial, sorry, with Charleston, it would have probably been a penalty anyway. It was a reckless challenge, but what you know, do they do these when you know, do, do the players do they know what the whistle is? They need to look at themselves, and I'm not going to go at Brendan now, I'm going to go at the players one and everyone 90 minutes plus stoppage time. That's what a game is. Not 90 minutes and you can fuck off and get up and go for a beer or sit in your fancy house and have a glass of champagne. You know, fans travelled on a midweek, missing work, 
um, I'm going to take time off to go up from Leicester to Everton for a quarter to eight kickoff, and they had to sit through that rubbish. I I literally was falling asleep. I wish I was doing a watch along because I did a watch along. And I wish I'd done a watch-along to the Chelsea-Arsenal game, because at least that was exciting. Arsenal, they've lost five in a tr- on a row. They turned up tonight. Maybe Brendan should make Leicester players watch a video of that, because we were just crap tonight. We scored after five minutes. And I said I wasn't worried about Everton. They didn't look like they were going to score. But then we didn't look like we were going to score. And you knew that if... You know, if they'd have got a goal, which they did, you know, but had they got it in the 70th minute, 75th minute, we weren't going to come back because we didn't look like scoring. As usual, we're passing and farting about at the back. And that, that's all we do. You know, you look at the stats and we've got a fancy, yeah, we've got 300, 400 odd passes. It's fucking passing it about at the back, which we're back to doing again. The BBC said Everton could not turn successive home victories into a third. After a poor first half, this will feel as good as a win. It feels as bad as a fucking loss to me. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Leicester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Broadcasting live worldwide. Indeed, we are. We'll just have a look at some comments before we bring my guests in. Uh, John Wayne, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Hayden Whittle, evening. Um, yeah, maybe I wish it was morning and I could forget what I've just sat through. Mike Green, big up, big up. Long, yeah, been ages, Mike. I've missed you. I've missed you. How are you doing, mate? How are you doing? Um, John Wayne, <laughs> evening, man. All good, bud. Good. Uh, Neil, how the devil are you, sir? If you want to come on, Neil, I'll send you the link. Feel free to come on. You may have just seen my rant. I'm not happy, my, uh, happy bunny, but you, you're welcome to come on. Uh, it's not yet. Yeah, it is. I mean, I can say Tottenham, West Ham, Newcastle. I mean, how many times do we have to concede this late? Um, David, hello, Chris. This was a terrible performance outside of the first 20 minutes when we were great. We flattered to deceive, as usual. And uh, once we got the penalty, uh, sorry, once we got near the penalty area, we had no um, damn idea what to do. I'll send you the link, Neil. I'll send you the link. Feels my pay. I'm sure you do after last night, mate. David here. Only Madison showed uh, some some gumption um, to try shots when close to opposed to. F- Farting around. I thought that's what I was reading. And with the ball trying to find the perfect uh, pass. So I think we have no... We don't. We can pass it about at the back. We can do that all night. Everton must have loved us. Let me get my guests in. First of all, I've got to thank him so much for the other night. He was trying his hardest to get on. And we have finally got him on tonight. Thank God for kids and grandkids. Eh? Good evening, Elton. How the devil are you? Uh, jolly, uh, jolly well, actually. I- I've been laughing at your rant because there are hundreds of thousands of Evertonians who are thinking, God, I wish we had their team. I, I know you, 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 you're nitpicking, but I'm looking at it from the Everton perspective tonight. Of course. We were absolutely awful. Shocking. 
Admittedly, Richarlison missed two, well, one, which almost the miss of the season, and then the header later on, uh, which wasn't great. But having said that, our build-up play, etc., was shocking. You know what? I I texted you uh, last night, Chris, didn't I? Yeah. Because uh, I couldn't get on. We had technical problems. And I said seven of your team would walk into ours. Now, at the end of um, the match tonight... I tweeted again the same thing to all my followers that last night, and there are many witnesses, um, that, that I, I said seven of Leicester's team would walk into ours. I've changed my mind. It's nine or ten. Really? We weren't that good. We were shocking. You are, I think, you, 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 be careful sometimes what you wish for. Yes. Because I think you've got yeah. a very, very good side. I really do. Um, yes, they, they might have shown a little bit of an experience towards the end. And the first 20 minutes, you were outstanding. I thought you were going to batter us up, completely batter us. Yeah. Um, but I think you've got a very good side. Barnes, Madison, Fafana and, and Evans at the back. Um, mm. I could go on. Yeah. I mean, you're clearly missing Vardy, but who wouldn't? Yeah. And, 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 and I agree what you're saying. Good evening, Scott. How are you, sir? I mean, yeah, not too bad. Thanks, Chris. What gets me is, and I know fans we're fickle. You know, we we, we say this all the time, don't we? And um, but it's like, do we ever learn? This is happening. Or how many times do we have to concede these last <coughs> goals? It would never have happened in Martin O'Neill's time. Well, maybe against Arsenal when it was three-three. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It... It, it, it's really, really frustrating because, like you say, when we when we had the likes of Martin O'Neill in charge, you, you, you kind of knew that the team was going to play for the full 90 minutes. I think yeah. the difference is from then to now is the quality of within the squad that we've got compared to then. Um, you know, because uh, don't get me wrong, it it is frustrating that we haven't we don't seem to be able to put the ball in the back of the net. Um, and probably some some of the strike force from that from the teams that Martin O'Neill was in charge of m may have been able to do just that. Yeah. Um, but I think when when you look at the actual dynamic of of Martin O'Neill's teams compared to what we have now, there's a huge gap between the two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Elton. You, 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 yeah, I say you've got, you've got to be happy with that. I mean, you know, you stole a point. I, I said, I felt like uh, when we went one nil up after five minutes, I thought, here we go. You know, the, we, you know, we could <laughs> be on, that. but with Leicester, we always need to get the second. Um, I didn't feel like we were out of second gear. There was no urgency about us, but I must admit, and I've had that rant about Leicester and, if it was a one-off, I would understand it, but it's not. I said this is the fourth, fifth time we've lost in the you know ninetieth plus minute. Yeah, well, obviously, mm -hmm. Chris, I, I, as I mentioned to you yesterday uh, on the phone, obviously, um, yeah. you know, I watched your game against Newcastle, and I, I couldn't believe that you lost the game because no. um, again, you were by far the superior team, the, the better footballing side, as you were tonight. Now, mm -hmm. yeah, maybe there is a, a little bit of. 
complacency sets in towards the end when when you you're, you're playing with with minutes to go and you're thinking you know we're worthy winners here tonight which you were you which you would have been should i say yeah you you would have been worthy winners no question about that i'm an Etonian, as most people probably know um and i i was resigned to the fact that we wouldn't get a point um and we did, and it, that could be a massive point for us. A massive mm. point. Burnley play Southampton tomorrow. Mm. I, I think Burnley will win that game. I really do. Yeah. Um, yeah. So had we not got that point tonight, we would have been in the bottom three if Burnley take three points from Southampton tomorrow. And I mm. think that's the way that our players are. I, I truly believe that if they actually see us in the bottom three, they'll bottle it. That's what worries me. Mm. And <laughs> our next trip is an easy one, really. It's, it's, it's to Liverpool <laughs> on Sunday. And yeah. that is, yeah. you know, yeah. everyone's thinking of some Evertonian him, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, we will get a stuffing like no other on Sunday. I, I'm yeah. not even sure yeah. I'm going to watch it. The only thing <laughs> is that we, we, those of us who are watching it at home, um, who who are the spaces, Chris, that you know I go on every now and again on Twitter. We, yeah. We've had a little pack that what we'll do is we, we'll we'll watch the derby um, with the volume off on the television, and we'll just natter between ourselves on on a Twitter space. Um, yeah. You know, yeah. saying things like, oh, for fuck's sake, did you see that? You know, that. Yeah. <laughs> just to give it a little bit of gallows humor, a little bit of fun. This is what I like you know, about I the watch I don't want Martin Tyler shouting at me that Everton is shit and Liverpool are fantastic. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. I know that. I know it. And come, coming from a Man United fan, he's gone for a 7 0 win to, <laughs> to uh, Liverpool. But that's a Man United fan for you. Uh, I've got to say, and all credit to not Liverpool as, as I think, I think Liverpool and Everton fans are special. And I just think having the way that, that Manchester City treated the minute silence at Wembley. I've got to say to all Liverpoolians, you have my total respect for the way that you handled the applause in the seventh <laughs> minute for Ronaldo. Hey, you, you should really respect us. It is very difficult being an Evertonian at the moment, especially with the other lot. We call them the shite, especially <laughs> um, Liverpool to you and everyone else. Uh, they are so, so good. They mm. are so good. Okay, Man United, we're absolutely shocking. They, they are awful. Um, but Liverpool, you can't take it away from Liverpool. No. Listen, the second goal was exquisite. Yeah. Well, yeah. Very swift passing. And then Mane hit a ball over to Salah. It was genius. Mm. The last time I saw an Everton player do that, it was Alan Ball. That's going back. <laughs> but talking of Everton tonight, because um, unfortunately we must, as, as, and Leicester. Don't, um, I don't listen. I don't want to talk. If you don't want to talk, about, I'll talk about Leicester. I, no, I no, really no. Will. We talk about Everton as well. I, 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 <laughs> Scott, I mean, you've you, given us yeah. too much about Everton at the moment. No, 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 no. Of course not. But you've you've said what you think about Leicester. I mean. Scott, as a Leicester fan, what did you think of that Everton performance? And and I I've got to agree with um, Elton. 
for me, that you wouldn't think that, that it was almost like they were mid-table safety. They didn't look like they were in this precarious position. I just want to say hi, Elton. Sorry, I didn't say anything before. No problem. Um, How are you? <laughs> I'm not too bad, thank you, buddy. Uh, to be fair, like you say, Everton tonight, they're just all right. The first 20 minutes or so, they, they, they were quiet and things like that. But once they got into the game, um, we didn't get into the game, not really. There's I, no I just... creative, cohesive passing movements. You know, your boys knocking it around. You know, ter- I thought Madison had a terrific game for the main, you know. When he's yeah. on song, he's a, he's a special player. Um, yeah. We've got nobody. We, we haven't got, if you like, a number 10 worthy of the name. I mean, now, I mean, if you just, want me I mean, to slag off Everton, I will. And I'll slag <laughs> it off, not, not just on Lester till I die. I'll go on an Everton podcast, which I I'm will try, be I'm doing. I'm trying later, to defend it. And I'll slag it off again <laughs> because they deserve it. I mean, hey, young man. They are shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I recognise that. Um, Neil, good evening, sir. Welcome along from Beyond the 90, uh, a fellow Leicester channel, a great channel. Get over there and uh, give it a subscribe and, and a like. Uh, we really do like that channel. I was, I was watching you um, have a bit of a nervous breakdown like I did at the start of the programme before. Yeah. I mean, <sighs> it would neither side, I mean... I think Elton's bigging this up a little bit. I mean, I don't think, I don't think that we were as good as maybe he thought, but maybe Look, then I, if he's... I, sorry, I can understand Elton. why you guys are so mm-hmm. upset. I really mm-hmm. can. Because yeah. you, you, you've thrown away five points, five points yeah. in two games in the last minute. Yeah. Now, that's hard to take, and I, I really do understand that. I'm not belittling that either. No, no. It, it's, it's tough. I mean, if we'd ever, that would mean relegation for us. At least you've got the, you know, the Europa Conference League to go for, which I sincerely hope you win. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Because that will be the league title, the FA Cup, and then a European trophy. We've got to go. Although not the biggest European trophy, except I accept that, but it's still a European trophy. Baby steps, Elton. Good luck to you. You Thank you, Elton. I wish we had your owners. Yeah, well, I really everybody do. does. You're not having them, <laughs> Neil. <laughs> give me, give me your perspective on the match. I mean, to me, it was almost like, like I say, an end of season because we, we, we've got all these passes. I mean, you know, if I, if I look at the pass rate, I mean, we had 511 passes to 254 of Everton's, but I mean, ours. We know that was most of those were between the back four. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't mind passing along the back four if there's an idea of, right, we're going to build from this. We're going Mm. to go through the middle and we're going to challenge and shore. There's certain players that I was can KDH had a good game. But apart from that, there's certain players in certain positions you're going, why aren't we going and we're performing at a higher level? And um, it's, do you know what? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so do you know what we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to just get on with this because I, again I've got this all out of my system a little bit but we played well and the fact is Everton as as we were saying were there for the taking we just didn't take it and part of it was if we had gone out and we, I don't mind drawing the game if Everton threw everything we're throwing bodies in the line and we'd you could tell that it was quite easy for Everton they they were coming through our midfield really quite easily um, running yeah. into our defence, and we—I thought this issue was in the last game, 
because we rotated so many players. We thought once these players are back, then we'll have the old Fafana, the old Johnny Evans, the old Ricardo, yeah. the old Castagna back. You can't say that. There isn't really an excuse. And that's the weird thing. The excuse last time was, we said it on 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 Saturday, on Sunday where we went, right, okay, we understand that these players have played on Thursday, no problem. We're throwing it away last minute. It's not going to happen again. And it's happened exactly yeah. the same thing with a better team against a, a worse opponent, which is just, it's just unnecessary. So we were just talking about on our channel about rebuilding the summer because that's the only positive there is to take about it at the moment because the mentality, everything else is in place. The quality of squad we have. And there was a time where we didn't have this quality of squad. The players that, that are there, the, the manager that's there, but it, it, I, I'm not blaming the manager. I don't think it was the manager's real fault. I mean, we could blame no. the, um, the the Amati um, Mendy thing, potentially, but that's about it. I think the manager got everything pretty much spot on, but it's the players that need to take responsibility for this loss. And mm. it's just not Definitely. good enough. Definitely. Uh, Dan is a Burnley fan. He did the watch along with me. He's crying into his um, into his Horlicks because obviously he wanted a Leicester win <laughs> to keep him in it. Dan, uh, you say you've never seen Tate that look so good. I, I thought you were more of an S Club 7 man. <laughs> yeah, um, he's going to kill me for that. He's going to kill me for that. <laughs> I remember that picture, Dan. I remember which video it's on. I'm going to clip it. Um, let, let's stop, have, never I mean, give up. That's what you're going to think <laughs> yeah. Everton. If you don't want to go down, you have to you have to keep keep it moving, reach the top. He's he's never he's never seen a dream come true though. That's his trouble. Elton, oh he's gone. <laughs> he's had enough. He's had enough. He's like Leicester. The mentality is gone. He's gone. Yes, it's the ninetieth minute. He's off. Yeah, he's just um, off. I mean, I, I said uh, when I was doing the watch along, and I said uh, to, to to Dan, I said if we score now, Scott. I can't see us getting a second one. Yeah, that, that's what's been the frustrating thing the last couple of games. Um, you know, the, the end product at the end of the day is just shocking. We, mm. we seem to be trying to walk the ball in to the six-yard box and hoping that someone will put it into the back of the net and it seems to be going anywhere other than the back of the net. Yeah. Um, and... You know, don't get me wrong, some, some of the build-up play sometimes as well. I know Brad said it a couple of times um, on some of the other uh, streams, uh, especially down the left-hand side, you, you can almost predict where the ball's going to go in regards to Harvey Barnes, back to, you know, if it's Castagne, Luke Thomas, whoever it is, and then it seems to just roll across our back four to then go back again. And yeah. that's frustrating as fans to watch. Uh, Elton, I mean, I, I, as a Leicester fan, and 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 I get it's everything sort of, um, you know, you got to keep everything in perspective and what have you, and it's all relative. Uh, and you know, we sit here as Leicester fans bemoaning, you know, all the injuries we've had and the, the bad season we've had. You know, we've we've obviously not suffered like you, like you have, and always oh, gone. <laughs> he doesn't want to talk to me, does he? He does not want to talk to me. Um, he's jealous of our owners. Yes, he yeah. is. This is true. That's he's a great guy. He's, he does have a lot yeah. of problems with his internet, though. But Neil, I mean, oh, he's back. Hang on. Let's see if we've got him back. And he's back. And he's back. <laughs> no, I just had to tweet there, Chris. 
I was losing sound. I was really struggling ah. to hear you. Right, not a problem. I'll, I'll try and I'll try and turn it up. Most people prefer not to hear me. Oh, we're getting no, a bit okay. of an echo there now, Alton. If I can't hear you, I can't answer your question. So no, 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 no. Have you got? A, you say I've got a bit of an echo, but we'll try and carry on. I've got you loud and clear this end now. Yeah. What? Um. What your season? What's gone wrong? As <laughs> much use Rondo, no matter Rondo, he's. Do you know what? He's a grafter. He 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 puts a shift in, which is more than you could say for Calvert Lewin. But he's just got no, got no. But he's not. He's not a Premier League player. You know, mid-table in the, the championship, he might score a few goals and, and elevate the team a wee bit. But he's just not good enough. And, and good enough. A, your season as a whole... Oh, I'm going to have to ask you to come out and come back in again, Elton, because we're getting a real echo on you. No idea why. Yeah. Right. I'll, uh, I'll see what I can do. Yeah. Hang on. Just go... Right. I, Neil, at 1-0. Oh, at 1-0, did you... I thought, here we go, it's going to be easy. Uh, sorry, Elton, I had to let you. It was very, very feedbacky. Um, mm. At 1-0, you know, I thought, yep, yeah, five minutes, here we go. We're going to go on. This could be 4-5. Why, why is it with Leicester? I mean, we've not... We just don't learn from our mistakes, do we? One minute, you know, we're conceding corners all the time. Uh, and when you know that's going on, we've got that out of the system, and now it's 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 late goals. What is? Are we just going to sort of say this season? Let's just write it off and and forget about it. Or, 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 or apart from Europe, obviously. I think the issue at the moment with the way that Leicester are performing is we're nearly there, and that's the worst thing in terms of some of the performances, some of the play that we've been doing over the last couple of weeks. It's the up and down. You can't say a week ago we looked at the PSV game and how we performed. And I'm not saying we have to perform like that every week, but having some kind of consistency, if we want to be challenging up there for those champ for those spaces in Europe, we have to be beating people like Everton. And it's nothing against Everton. It's just in where we need to be for our kind of performance. And the, the worst thing is, it's the easiest part to fix, in my opinion, the mentality. And so, for example, one thing I mentioned post-match, why okay, if you're going to take um, um, Mendy off, we needed a little bit more graft, a little bit more bite, a little bit more hard tackling in that midfield. I don't understand why he brought on Daniel Amate over somebody like a Hamza Chowdhury. Hamza would have given you that kind of defensive solidity and also that kind of crashing into people, winning the ball back, aggressiveness. I'm going to take this ball and I'm going to try and pass it to Tillemans, who then can do his business. Nothing against Mendy, but if you're going to make that substitution, I don't see why what Daniel Amate gives you. I thought he was going to play a back three and then play three five two, but he played him in a CDM role and he looked really uncomfortable. So that's my only bit of criticism I have of Brendan, but most of it is that the ninety percent of it is at the team and the players and what they did out there. I yeah. can understand some of them might be a little bit tired, but since a lot of them had would break from the Thursday game, it's pretty much been a, a week break. So there isn't really an excuse. No, no, not at all, not at all. Elton, I'm still getting a bit of feedback. So what I'm going to do is when I'm when I'm talking, I'm going to mute you, and then when you're talking, I'll unmute you. 
So I think that's the, the best way forward. So Elton, well, I'm looking at Everton, and like I say, we're all sat here as Leicester fans, you know, all woe is me and what have you, but we're sat in ninth, we're in a European semi-final place. It isn't, it isn't all doom and gloom, and we've not lost. I mean, we know we're sat here like we've lost, and, you know, I'm slowly getting over it now. We, we, we got the draw. I mean, Everton... It's just, I mean, it's not just this season. This has been coming for a few seasons, hasn't it? It's because I'm sort of repeating, um, you know, Roy Keane and his criticism of Manchester United the other night. Our recruitment has been shambolic. We've spent £500 million since Mashiri came in on players. And you can't say any of them have been a success. It's, it's terrible. The recruitment's been shocking. I mean, we got Steve Walsh from you, didn't we? Yeah. And I think his claim to fame basically was buying Jamie Vardy for £750,000. Am I right? I think, yeah, something like a that. A million, I think he was, yeah. <laughs> Nothing with us. And then we had Marcel Brands, who... Uh, Ancelotti and Benitez were really recruiting then. You know, it wasn't Marcel Brand. Marcel Brand's job was to get rid of the dead wood, and we've got a forest of dead wood. It's <laughs> it's awful. I mean, it really is shocking. I mean, I, I gallows humour again. I laughed when I saw our bench tonight. Did you see the quality on our bench? It was non-existent. It's non-existent <laughs> in the eleven that started, by the way. But on the bench, it was a joke. Holgate, Keen, Kenny, good God. Ali, I'm glad to see it's a positive tonight. Was Delhi Ali coming out? He didn't set the place alight by any stretch, but he had a hand in the goal. You know, his persistence mm. at the right and a good ball in, which was laid back to Richarlison, who scuffed his shot, having yeah. had two chances to score earlier, um, who scuffed his shot, and he took a little nick off uh, one of your lads. Uh, boots uh, and went in the corner. He, but I, I, I was kind of pleased that Delhi Ali could come off the pitch for once since he since he joined us on transfer deadline day, back of January, that he can come off the pitch and say, "Well, I contributed," because he hasn't up to now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Scott, I mean. <sighs> We are sat here, and I'm I'm sat here all doom and gloom. And I suppose it is expectations. The better we do as a club, the more we expect, you know. And and we fans, we do sort of want to run before we can walk. But Brendan's coming for a lot of stick this season, uh, and I've given him and I've called him out when I when I felt it needed to be, like with the West Ham substitution. But do you think he's at fault at, at all this season? Oh, sorry, this sorry, this game, sorry. I was going to say season. Oh. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> uh, no. Not to be honest. I think, I think in some respects, I didn't quite agree like Neil um, in regards to Daniel Amati coming on um, for uh, Mendy. Um, I thought exactly as Neil was saying that Chowdhury should have been on to, you know, just stop any sort of attacks or anything like that because that, that's what Chowdhury does best um, and it, it would have been literally a like for like um, but generally speaking the, the team that he put out and the substitutions other than 
Um, Marty coming on. I don't think there could have been an awful lot else that he could have done. Um, you know, it, it's just one of those, unfortunately, that the players ha have tried to give it their all and we've come up short. Did you think they give it their all, though? Did you honestly think going into that game, that coming out of that, you can go, yes, the players give it their all? I, I can't. Personally, for me... I mean, I said they just look like they're in second gear. Um, and maybe that, you know, Everton played into that because I was very disappointed. I'm going to ask Elton this as my next question. But I just, I can say I was watching that. And Mike, I mean, and he's a Man United fan and, you know, he's seen some bad stuff. I mean, let's be honest with you, last night it was a bad thing for Mike. And Mike was saying, I'm falling asleep. And I could kind of... Get what he was saying. I mean, you know, it was one of those games, and I just, I just don't know where we go from here. You know, we've we've had so many wake up calls. We had the Nottingham Forest game. You know, we've had the um, the uh, uh, Spurs game when you know mm -hmm. it was ninety fourth, ninety fifth minute. I, I, I just hope. I mean, the the thing is, these are the players that for the last two seasons have got us to two fifth-place finishes, they won us the FA Cup, they won us the English Super Cup. Some exactly. people call it the Community Shield. I, I prefer the English Super Cup. Um, and yet now, the sort of... And Tillemans isn't looking, you know, up to his, his, himself. And he, he was back in that more offensive role to, today. But I didn't really see anything that sort of would make anybody want to come in for him. Neil, would you, Wami, would you agree with that? Um, sorry, I didn't realize you were talking to me. Um, sure. It's because that again, we just just last week we just looked back to the performance against PSG. I'm not expecting it. So PSV and the the levels of performances that were there, we know this team has played very good football. And it's about again, there is a little bit of the expect that's the hope that kills you, but it's not just the hope. It's the way we've gone about playing the game. I mean, you were saying a couple of results. I mean, another of somebody just put something out where you look at like the the likes of um, the West Ham game. Obviously, mm -hmm. the, uh, today's game, where, um, the the Brighton game we lost in last minute equaliser, the 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 Liverpool Carabao Cup game. Yeah. Yes. Do you see what I mean? So it's not something that's oh, if it's a one off. And I could even count the Ev the Newcastle game as a one-off, but there's all something. All I would say, Neil. Really sorry, wrong. all I would say, don't apply to work at the Samaritans. <laughs> You're not making me feel any better. <laughs> well, the, the, the thing is, it, well, what it is, it's just being realistic. And and we've we've yeah. we've had discussion. We've disagreed in the past, Chris, and that's fine. But we can have like decent discussion around it. But I think in terms of the, this positive positive to take, the the players are coming back from injury. We just have to kind of. If there's certain players potentially like Tillemans that need to be rested. I think there was one part, I think yeah. in the 67th minute I wrote down where, um, hey Rene, um, where he comes, where Tillemans loses the ball and Richarlison is like nearly one-on-one. -on -one. He puts it straight over the bar. That could have been a goal. There was opportunities like that, that mm. Everton, and it was, it was coming and it was there. And it was the, it was the ghost that was always there. And I've seen it when I was, it was at the Brighton game where they kept knocking on the door and knocking on the door and knocking on the door. Nobody did anything about it. And then they scored. And so there isn't a player really that I was, that was like, a, there wasn't a player or a team mentality of this goal is not going in the back of the net. Like there was yeah. when we won the FA Cup where every single, we're like, no, this play, this ball is not going in the back of the net. And that group mentality and that leader mentality isn't there at the moment. 
we'll be okay, no. but we can't just keep playing for the Europa Conference fee. We need to push up in that league and do something and get into and secure that ninth spot. If we would have got a couple of, if we would have got two wins um, this game and against Newcastle, we'd be looking going great. We could potentially catch up to Wolves. We could catch up yep. to West Ham yep. because they're kind of in free fall for all different reasons as well. So they're opportunity, and it's not like you see the teams in fourth place are not running away with it. I'm not saying we're going to get fourth, but we could have caught up to that group and we would have yep. made up for the lost time. Now. This is one of the games in our game in hand that we've had to eat back as well. And people forget that. Yes, we had games in hand, but these points aren't guaranteed. The teams are going to be tough to play against. So, you know what? We'll have to see. But I'm not feeling yeah. too positive. But I might just, right, tomorrow morning, wipe a sleep, keep, go on to Aston Villa and try and smash the next game. Because, yeah. But at the moment, I, I agree. I thought we might just catch that seventh. But, Elton, to come to you, I mean, I know you, you weren't impressed with the Everton performance. But the thing that you were, you where you are, you should have been coming at us with everything you've got. I haven't got anything. How can we come come at you with things we haven't got? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but is, is this team good enough to stay up? Where you can get to us. Yes. I, I actually couple of weeks ago. I, I remember talking you know, uh, w- with Evertonians um, when there were 13 games to go. I was saying hey, we'll be alright. Now, I, whether that's letting my heart rule my head, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's because the year Everton were last relegated was the year I was born. And I'm an old fucker. <laughs> so, you know, I've no, I know nothing but success and survival with Everton, never seen them go down. Um, so maybe that's my wishful thinking, in other words. But having said that, the way we play tonight, the chips are down. And okay, we manufacture somehow a point out of that. If that's the best we can do at home under the lights that the old lady, which is the way we refer to Goodison, yeah. And I am getting a little bit more worried than I have been. That was poor tonight. That was very poor. Do you think, though, there are three teams worse than you? I mean, Burnley, they've sat the manager. You must be, you know, worked in your favour. I don't know which one. You know, I couldn't work that one out because Hmm. they, they, they battle for a point against all the odds at West Ham. Um, you know, immediately after Sean Dyche was sacked, I think he's an excellent manager, absolutely terrific mm-hmm. on the budget that, that he that he's been given at Burnley. You know, to keep them up uh, for as long as he has. Okay, they they did go down during his tenure, but he got them straight back up again. And they always have a battle to survive because they, they they don't spend any money. They sell, but they don't spend any money. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm worried that Burnley Burnley's beginning to worry me. And as I say, I don't know whether it's, it's you know, just being pessimistic on, on, with my Everton hat on, but mm. I think Burnley will beat Southampton tomorrow. Now, that would, that puts us even closer to that bottom three. Yeah. If that happens, I hope they don't. I hope St. Southampton go and 
you know, wiped off a face of turf more, but <laughs> you know, I've got a I've just got a funny feeling that they won't and Burnley will win that. Indeed. You, you mentioned um, where you could push to, where you think you should be. Manchester United are in sixth place. Now, I've seen both their visits to Merseyside. How on earth they're sixth? And what does that say for the 14 below them? They are awful. They have no spirit. The club, there's a cancer in that club that they can't get rid of. I think his name's Pogba. And I'm pretty sure he will go. But they've, how on earth they're sick? And what on earth are the team, the 14 teams below them, what are they bloody doing? No, because I it totally. is more cohesion, whatever you want to call it, the Manchester United, they want fucking shooting. <laughs> Don't hold back, Elton. Come out and say what you think. <laughs> so, but moving, moving up. But let's um, let's just. I'll just mute you again until I come back to you. And that's not because of what you said. Um, I think most Man United fans would agree with you wholeheartedly. To be honest with you, on that one. Now these are the teams, um, Scott and. Um, you can see the ratings there. I mean, they've got Richarlison as man of the match. Um, and this is flash scores. I can see Elton's, uh, Elton's thing. That did seem a bit weird. Maybe it was because of the fact that he got the goal or not. Um, did they watch yeah. only 90 minutes plus? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what do you think of Leicester's ratings there, Scott? I mean, you know, they've, they've got sort of Barnes, Dewsbury Hall... Evans for four. I mean, there's a few there in the, in the sevens. Um, I didn't think Mendy was that bad, to be honest with you. What do you think of those scores? I, I think they're a bit low um, mm. in, in some areas. Uh, I think some some of the players themselves haven't performed to the, the manner in which we, we probably expect them to do. Um, but I don't agree with Richarlison being man of the match at all. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, it's a weird one for me. Uh, I'd have probably said Fafana out of anyone would have been my man of the match for today. Yes, yeah, and we'll see in a minute. I think I think Alan may well agree with you. Neil, did any of the players deserve an eight? Do you think? Um, or any I'm, of the Leicester players? I'm surprised that certain players. So Madison, I agree with. Madison and Barnes are not on the same level in that game. Um, there's a reason why Madison and Barnes got took off. I think Barnes, to be honest, after the goal, he kind of went missing for long periods of time. Yeah. What do we need Barnes to do? We need him on the left. We need him out wide so we can take players on one-on-one, -on -one, get past the players, whip a ball in or, for example, there. Um, Barnes, I don't agree with being so high. I think he should be orange. He should be six, if not lower. Um, yeah. Iheanacho... I think that's about a fair assessment. It wasn't his game today. And sometimes he has these games off and that's okay. I can let Nacho have a game off. But it just I think there was too many players dropping the ball today. Tillemans was one of them. Mendy did okay, but he wasn't the kind of guy that we needed for this match, to be perfectly honest with you. We needed a player that was going to come in hard and tackling hard. Um, so for my man of the match, I'd probably give it to Kieran Dewsby Hall trying to do stuff, getting the ball from deep, driving with the ball, trying to take on two or three players. Um, mm. So that would be my man of the match. Fafana, again, had a good game. 
Um, Pereira and Castaño, I think, went a little bit missing as well. I think yeah. for large parts of that game, they weren't in that game as much as I'd like them to be. And we've seen how ferocious they can be going forward and defensively. We saw Pereira a lot in the first 20 minutes or so, kind of backed off. I think they mm. switched sides as well. We saw um, um, Pereira on the left some of the time. Um, Castaño wasn't there today. Um, so, yeah, from Leicester's, I'd give us about a five. And that's kind of overall of the team. I'd say yeah. a five. Yeah. Five would be about right. And we've got to give Tillemans and Jude Hall a rest soon, haven't we? Yes. We've seen, we've seen what's happened with um, James Justin, and we keep playing the same people over and over again. I just don't want the same thing that happened to Justin, the same thing that happened to Harvey Barnes last season, to happen to Dewsbury Hall. Because once mm. he gets out the team, we're going to have a big loss on our hands. Give him a rest. Give him a break for one game or so, and then bring him back. Yeah. I don't want us to over... Because the amount of ground he covers is sensational, Dewsbury Hall. Every mm. single game he's up there with Dakar playing as a false two. They're coming back, doing defensive work. And I just don't want a young player's career to be ruined because we keep playing him too much. And let's be honest, that's one of the things that Brendan has done. He's overplayed players when he sometimes doesn't have to as well. So I'm just hoping that they get a break at times. Changing eight players was great, but I think the midfield, Madison could be another one as well. He's running yeah. a lot more than I've seen him run before, which is great to see. But these young they, players they need to have so they need to have that break, don't they? 100%. They really do. I mean, I saw your face then, Elton, when we said that Richarlison was uh, was flash scores man of the match. You obviously don't agree with it. Hello, Elton. He's had enough. Yeah, I don't think he can hear us, uh, Elton. Can you hear me? Hello. That was know. my reaction when I was at full time <laughs> yeah. trying to breathe through it because I was like, oh my God. I don't know. It, it's not, I've got him off microphone and it's not, rever you know, reverving like it was before, but uh, I don't know whether Elton can hear us or not. Um, can you hear us, Elton? Can you hear us, Elton, at all? Uh, very, very faintly. I realised okay. what the interference was. It was my watch, and I managed to turn. The, I found the volume on my watch and turned it down, uh, which means that's that means I can't hear you very well now. Oh, right. I saw your Speak face. Up and ask when, the question. Yeah, I saw. I saw your face when I said um, Richarlison was Flash Scores Man of the Match. You, you, <laughs> you obviously didn't agree with that at all. Oh, good heavens, no. Good Lord. I mean, the boy, he he's a workaholic, but it just didn't, it wasn't happening for him today. Mm. Um, but he, he did keep going after two. I mean, the, the, the one in the first half, good heavens above. My grandson could have scored that. Um, that one, uh, you know, but he kept going. I mean, some strikers, that happens. You don't see them again. But he had yeah. another header, which was, again, awful. Should at least make Schmeichel work. Um, actually, he should have scored. But at the very least, he should have forced Schmeichel to make a save. Mm -hmm. And then he, he gets a, a scuff shot because he's in there again. So he, he made his own luck, didn't he? You know, he by, by he had look. luck in the goal that he scored. Yeah. But it wasn't a man-of-the-match performance. Good God. 
<laughs> well, well, if we, if we look on uh, the BBC, because they have a thing on their site where people can go on and sort of score, they've actually got yeah. Harvey Barnes as their man of the match, which I feel is... Well, I, I mean, who, who's, who's adjudicated this? Well, it's the fans that are voting for it. I can't so, hear you, Chris. So it's the fans that are voting for it. So Leicester well, fans, fans have been voting for Leicester, and Everton fans would have oh, been voting... Oh, the Leicester fans. The, the Leicester, Leicester fans, fans had voted... Man of the match. Uh, no, the no, no, no. The, the Charleston Man of the Match was flash scores. It was on the screen. Uh, the BBC one, uh, Everton fans vote for Everton, and Leicester fans vote for the Leicester ones. Ah, and right. That's the word. Everton, Everton, the guy, the the uh, the player that got the most points for Everton was was Deli Alley at five point three nine. Um, no, there uh, were. I don't think there was an outstanding performer on, on the pitch. The way that Thiago was for Liverpool, yeah. um, you know, yeah, last night, I, he was just outstanding. But the reason was United just let him play. They didn't get mm. after him. The only person who got after him was that young lad with, with the hair, you know, yeah. Hannibal. Yeah. When he came on, he was like a man possessed. Um <laughs> He, he was. No, I, I, I just want some of his rather hair. Rather difficult to, to actually pick out a man of the match for him today because it, it was. Mm. I'd say I thought your team play, without any one player being outstanding, w w mm. was was very very good. But I'm judging it by Everton, you know. And all you've got to do is put four passes together, and it's three more than we can. <laughs> so, you know. <laughs> You've seen much better from Leicester. Um, I haven't seen much better from Everton, that's for certain. Yeah. So I'm kind of biased and I enjoy watching good football, which I'm starved as, a, as an Evertonian. Um, and I admire the way you play. Mm. You know? Neil, Neil, and I'm I not mean... just saying that because I'm on Leicester till I die. It's not at all. I'm not diplomatic. Mm. I'm, I'm <laughs> no, I've learned that much. <laughs> Neil, you pulled a face when we said Harvey Barnes was the BBC Leicester man of the match. Yeah, what on earth was going on there? What match were they watching? If you watch the first, <laughs> probably the same match as the people that were watching um the ever probably that voted Retarlison man of the match. There wasn't really a man of the match performance that performed over 90 minutes no. from either team, to be perfectly honest with no. you. Um, because of everything just kept changing hands a lot of the time. So there wasn't, I, I'd feel bad giving man of the match because there wasn't anybody that really shone at times. Um, I saw Coleman shining at times. I mean, Gordon was shining, but they didn't perform it over 90 minutes to really give a man of the match performance. And that's the same for Leicester. Harvey Barnes got a goal, sure. But after the goal, can you really tell me something that he actually did? No. Dewsbury Hall no. did a lot more constant work over the 90 minutes than Harvey mm. Barnes did and it's good to see him 7.1 compared to 7.2 but Madison was another good performer for the majority of the time but it's mm. it's it's I'm looking at it going this is just not there's no looking for this is 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 a bit like look putting a lipstick on a pig and going well which one yeah they're all they're all pigs let's be honest so <laughs> It's it's not there's what are we, what are we? I write that one Perry? down if I can, Neil. I'll use that one. <laughs> yeah. um, Scott, I mean, just I've never seen a man of the match get man of the match with a seven point two. <laughs> it, it's one of them that them though, ain't it? At the end of the day, like Neil was saying, that 
in individually there was some good performances from players, but in, in the same context, from from both sides, there were so many mistakes that was happen, happening all over the pitch um, that no one really stood out. That Jewsbury Hall, yes, he had a good game, but he still, you know, had areas in where he lost the ball and things like that. So, yeah, I can understand where everyone's coming from on that one, to be honest. Mm. James, as an Everton fan, James, in, in the chat there, what were your thoughts? Was it a fair result? Um, did did Leicester get robbed? Did we throw it away? From, let us know again from another another Everton perspective. Um, and you just say, should we give man of the match to um, uh, the referee then? Um, maybe not. Maybe not. No. I mean, guys, this... I, those of you that know regularly, they'll know I have a, a, a blogger for me uh, called Alan. And after every game, as he walks out the stadium, he texts me, he rates the team, he rates the performance, and he picks a, a man of the match for me. Um, and this is from a Leicester point of view, uh, Elton. But uh, obviously, you know, give your thoughts on this as well. But what he's done is he's gone here. Um, he's given man of the match to for Leicester. This is Wesley Fafana. And he gave the team a, a six, and he gave the manager a four. And I must admit, I thought that was quite low for Brendan. As an mm -hmm. outsider, would you would you agree, Elton? Sorry, would you agree that um, that uh, uh, Rogers was only worth a four out of ten? No bollocks. <laughs> I, th I I wouldn't argue. I wouldn't argue with Fafana. I think he's a terrific kid. You got him from Saint Etienne, didn't you? Was it? That's right, mm -hmm. yes, yeah. Yeah, I think he's, I mean, he's a kid. You know, mm. he, he's a baby in the Premier League. I think he's going to be a fantastic player for you. Probably for somebody else. Yes, unfortunately, you're probably, you're probably him, true but, there. Uh, I yes. think he's class. Yeah, I really he is. Do. He totally is. Um, Neil, four for the manager, six for the team. I thought that was a bit uh, harsh, personally. I think five for the... Six for the manager, five for the team. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as I say, when you come to think, apart from the substitutions, and let's be honest with you, you put a substitute on, he, um, he you know, he scores a goal and, you know, Brendan's wonderful. He puts mm. a substitute on um, as against West Ham and he gets idiots like me calling him a bell end. So it, it's a lose-lose situation, isn't it? And Scott, finally, your, your thoughts on um, the the four and the six. Uh, I, I, I disagree with Alan. I think it, uh, Brendan should have got a six quite comfortably. Um Players, yeah, I'll probably go with the five as well. Um, but man of the match, can't really give one. There wasn't an, an individual performance that really stood out. No. Elton, I'm going to ask you this, and, and, and we'll end on this one with yourself. Um, Everton sat in 17th, um, 31 games played and 29 <laughs> points on the board. Burnley yes. 31, they'll have played 32 tomorrow. One place below you in 18th with 25 points on the board. You're both minus 19 goal difference. Um, is it going to go down to the, the, the last game, do you think? Is it going to be one of those? 
I hope he doesn't go the last game of the season. I really don't, because we're away to Arsenal. Um, Oof. I, I don't think he will. I'm not too au fait with... Um, gold, we gone. I'm, I'm not too au fait with, with Burnley's running. Mm. Ours... Uh, is is it's very different. I mean, we've, I think we've you've got, got to the go forget that. Mm. Um, we've got Chelsea at home, now, they are a little bit hot and cold. But having said that, you know, any team that plays possession football against us and succeeds in the possession side of it w- against our back four will score goals. Mm. So we've got to score, and we've kind of forgotten how to do that. Except again, um, it's going to be really tight, much minute. tighter than I thought it was going to be Might a few weeks ago. Yeah. It's, um, you know, well, people I mean, look at he, it. If you go down, Elton, Tony's looking at it. Oh, well, we're guaranteed three points against Brentford. Really? Oh, yeah. Is that the same Brentford that won 4 1 at Stamford Bridge? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know? But if, but if uh, you do go down, it's Elton, it's so uncertain. I, I, I know what I want. But I, I look at and the way we played tonight, um, and I look at the the remaining fixtures, and I I, I struggle to see where the points are coming from. Hmm. I do. If you go down, would that be the worst thing for you, or would it be an opportunity to clear no, the dead? No, I, I think that's. I think that's. Um, a load of tosh, you know, that it's it then rebuild, etc. etc. Mm. The um the championship is very, very difficult to get out of. Mm. I mean, Fulham have made it look like a novice league this season. Um, you know, scoring record number of goals, Mitrovic 40 league goals. Um, you know, and, and <laughs> by one of our ex managers, by the way, who we sacked, Marco Silva. Yes. Um I the the championship unless you you sort of run away with it like do a Fulham or as Norwich did you know and then went straight back down again uh, very very difficult league you know you don't underestimate it and I I put it this way with the squad of players we have now if we can't get rid of load of them and get some in if we were to be relegated. I don't see that as a team that would fight tooth and nail in the championship and get out of it. Right, yeah. So I think it will be terrible for for, for Everton um, to be relegated. Elton, I think it, I don't think it would end up. We'd end up like Wolves did, Villa did, etc. You know, um, and go all you know, virtually go all the way down i don't think that would happen but i think if we got to the championship i would worry about us getting out of the first attempt and mm. then you lose parachute payments and then it, it you know we've got this sort of massive new stadium being built um uh, and mashiri is not an evertonian he's a businessman um yes he's put a lot of money in uh, but i think he might get fed up you mm. know he may, he may well do. It's a, that, it, that yeah. if if relegated. I mean, yes. if yes. if we're not relegated, we've got a chance of being better next season in the the Premier League than we have been this season. 
Yeah, yeah. Not too Elton, hard. Elton, I'm going to say thank you very much. It's been great. Thank you for coming on and thank you for all the effort you made in getting on. Know no one knows night. apart from you. It's, it's a, you know, I've not told anybody that I got my son-in-law around to fix the phone and fiddle with this and fiddle with that and because I'm a technical buffoon. I'm a technophobe. I haven't got a hey, clue. We, we, we all are. That's why we have kids so they can do the technical things for us. Well, anyway, listen, Elton, thanks, for, thanks for inviting me and no, basically within reason anytime at all really no we'll get Pleasure you on before the end you. of the season and we'll have a season review out on all the best mate thank you very much and take care bye-bye bye-bye scott i know you've got to go in a minute as well um final thoughts i mean we've got you know villa at the weekend then we've got roma coming up you know what what can we hope for the rest of this season uh, I think we've just got to go for the for the uh, conference league. To be honest, mm. I think you know, you, you, game against Aston Villa at the weekend, just put out your uh, just rest some players, and you know, I won't say chuck it to one side, but uh, uh yeah, I'd concentrate on Roma and see where, how we go from there. Yeah. Scott, again as well, thank you very much for coming on. And, Cheers, Chris. Uh, um, yeah, fingers crossed for, for Roma, and um, I think that's where sort of most of our eggs are going to go. Take care, Scott. Thanks very much, mate, for coming on. Thanks, Bay. Cheers. Bye-bye. Neil, you, you were very, very critical, and I, I didn't think I was going to get... <laughs> uh, that Elton would let me get a word in long enough to say goodbye. <laughs> It's, it's like one of those, you know, where like you say goodbye, no, you say goodbye, no, you say goodbye. Yeah, um, you hang up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You are very, you've been very critical of of uh, Brendan this year, and I and I asked you the question on a recent show, and you admitted that that, and you admitted that you changed mm -hmm. your mind back. He, he's he's still the man to take us forward, isn't he? It seems like it because. The only mistake, I think, as Scott was mentioning and we were mentioning before, was the Daniel Amati substitution. Yeah. That one he got wrong. The mentality that, for example, today, today's performance and the last performance isn't Brendan Rodgers. When Brendan Rodgers gets it right, it's great. Um, yeah. But he's not at fault for the last two games. It's been the players. So yeah. it's so if the, if Brendan was wrong, I'd come out and criticise him. And we, we yeah. both have. It's not like, yeah. oh... You've been sticking up for him, and I, I haven't. We both have had goes at Nottingham Forest, at yeah. um, Brighton, at West Ham. This has not yeah. been something that's just all of a sudden it's been one way. It's no. I'll, I'll see what the club do um, as well because the club might want to move on because there's, there's, a, there's a change in the summer, and we'll have to see what players we can get in. I'm excited mm. for the summer because I think we can have a good transfer window, but I think we'll have to sell before we can buy. However, let's go in the Conference League, but. Your Premier League should be your bread and butter. You couldn't be putting all your eggs just in one bit. We go, sure, that's the priority, but we need to be competent in the Premier League. And at the moment, we're not. No, no, you're quite right. And let's say we end up ninth, because I think it's going to be mm -hmm. difficult to, to catch Wolves. And we mm -hmm. managed to sort of keep off. I mean, Newcastle keep winning. Um, and we've got, so we've got below us uh, Brentford, obviously, they're, they're on the run. And, well, Brighton, Brighton lost today. So that kind of messed them catching us up. But, you know, if we finish ninth, and maybe, you know, let's say even if we get 
knocked out by Roma this, the, you know, in the semis. Would that have been a decent season? Obviously, not a brilliant season, but would that have been a decent season with everything that's gone on? I mean, I want to say yes, but considering the amount of effort they're not putting into the Premier League, mm-hmm. you kind of have to go further in the in the Conference League. I mean, if yeah. we were doing okay in the Premier League and we were pushing towards that and we get knocked out, no problem, then let's try and get into European spots, sure. But with this, we're shooting ourselves in the foot and we're making it really hard for us to go. If we get knocked out against Robo, it's like, well, it's for nothing then. We've got nothing yeah. to play for. And that's yeah. where Man United, the team and the squad is at the moment. Again, the silver lining, we're not as bad as Man United. I think even Tottenham, we're in a better position than Tottenham in terms of our ownership, in terms of our recruitment. Yeah. And so we still have good things in place. It just needs... The frustrating thing is, Chris, it's this much difference between where we are and where we could be. Mm. And it's only this much. And it doesn't... It's, it's not like, oh, we need more money. Oh, we need a better manager. No, we need a better owners. We're lucky and we should be grateful that we've got this. But it's yeah. only this little bit that I know that top has gone. We've put everything in place. Why can't you just finish off the games? Now I'm thinking from a nose perspective, if he wants to be challenging for Europe year in, year out, we don't be losing today. And the manager, top is going, this isn't good enough. So I kind of have to emulate that. And at times there are there is a certain part of the fan base that is a little bit like, oh, we were in League One 15 years ago. And I'm like, yes, but we have to move on from there. And there are a lot yeah. of fans in the ground that are still a bit like that. I'm not blaming them, but I'm saying expectations move. We have to move with the times. Don't know. I agree. It's the old, um, you, you know, you you don't remember Yeovil on a wet Tuesday night. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those, isn't it? Fortunately, I do. And my God, it was the ground was absolutely terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember, I remember Accrington on a on a midweek game for a um, it was that was Martin Allen years. Um, oh right, <laughs> yeah. big dog. Yeah, and he, yeah, exactly. And he was only well, I lived in Burnley at the time, so obviously it was a very local game for me. But uh, mm. yeah, that was that was pretty much the same. Who do you expect? Fine, I'll, I'll I'll leave with this one. Who do you think will be going in the summer? Well, we're pretty much Tillemans. I think we 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 maybe accept yeah. that, uh, but. Who out of choice would we would we be letting go? Do you think it's it's interesting who we're actually looking at as well? So I think mm. Perez will be one of the ones that goes. I think that I think a surprise one, it might be Wilfred and Diddy. I've got a feeling it might be in Diddy that is not really kicked on this season. If we're completely honest, mm. and how good we know his levels are, I don't know if it's because of injuries or because of mentality and his head's been turned. I don't think in Diddy will. And you look at the players we've brought in in Samore, KDH. Um, um, we've got Mendy there and Chowdhury. I could see potentially him moving on. Suyuncu would be another one as well. Potentially somebody like Hamza Chowdhury um, could be another one. So we will have to sell before we can buy. However, from the recent lookings at John Percy has put out and some of the transfer tar- targets that we are genuinely interested in and genuinely serious that we've had contact with. Yeah. They would be the players that would move on. I'm hoping... Ian Acho doesn't go. I, I really like Ian Acho. He has yes. off games, but yeah. when he gives us something him, different, we can't, up. you know, yes. Saka's very much in the Vardy mold, and you sometimes yeah. need something something different. Interesting thing you said about um with Indeedy going. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mendy nearly went in January. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he was a little bit as I would be a little bit pissed off that he wasn't in any squad at all. 
-hmm. He's come in now, and to me, I like Mendy as a player. I mean, at one point, he was our most expensive signing. And, you know, last year, when indeed he got injured at the start of last season, when we had that injury crisis, which we always seem to get now, Mendy stood up, and I thought, yeah, this is a, this is a good player. And he's done it again now. He comes in. He doesn't let you down. Um, he does what he, he, you know, does it. He gets on with the job. He's not in the European squad. Mm-hmm. He might just, he might himself want to go. And his contract's, I think, up in 2023 as well. So he's yeah, only got a year more on his contract. Oh, it might be up this summer. I'm not too sure. His contract, yeah, he, he might want to leave. And I wouldn't begrudge him for leaving. Um mm. But if we want to get to the next level, is Mendy that next person? I think he's a great player for a, uh, a European club. I don't think the Premier League is really suited for him, for his yeah. size and stature. And that's not me saying that he's not a good player. He's, But he's not a player to take us, again, to the European mm. positions. He's a good yeah. rotational player. Or I was going to say he's a squad player, isn't he? Yes. Very so much. if yeah. he does move on, thank you for, for all you've done for us. Um, but yeah. we part ways. Yeah. Pratt, do you think he would come back? I mean, he's only gone out on loan, hasn't he? I don't know about Pratt. I don't think that he would want to be here. And also, the person that he's most similar to is KDH. And Mm. I can't think of something that Pratt can do that KDH can't or potentially could do. So in their eyes, having... And I don't think he'd want to sit on the bench, hence why he's gone to... Exactly. Yes. Neil, thank you so much for coming on. No problem. Thank you for letting me get get off my chest a little bit because uh, same old Leicester, always just, you know, doing we, Leicester we, things. We have these rants and everything. It's because we love the club so much. And exactly. I, I'm not one of these that say, well, you're not a loyal fan if you have a moan and you're not allowed to moan and, and this, that and the other. Yeah, Yes, we are allowed to moan because we're fans. You know, yeah. and we we are allowed to be critical because we we pay for the tickets or we pay for the merchandise or whatever. Um, and it's moaning for to improve the squad, not yes. just we're terrible. We don't want to win any trophies because we're that bad. No, we want yeah. to progress to the next level. We we're, we're not quite Arsenal fan level yet, are we? No, <laughs> and thank God. Thank God, exactly. You've got a great channel yourself. Just shout out where people can find you on on the socials and the internet. Yeah, um, so we are at Beyond the 90, for, for any of you that know, again, Chris, thanks for having me on. But yeah, Beyond the 90 LTFC, um, you can find us on Facebook, YouTube, um, at Twitter, all that kind of stuff. But thanks for having me on, Chris, again. I appreciate it. I know Brad's not here, so hopefully I did a little bit of a better job. Yeah, no, brilliant. Thanks, thanks for coming in. Um, yeah, apologies with all the noise problems and everything. Yeah, it wasn't your fault. Bless him. That's and this uh, of going live as well. Yeah, brilliant. Great, mate. All the best. Stay safe and fingers Good, crossed. Mate, you Take care. Let's hope for three points, but how many times will we keep saying that one? Well, all season. All season. <laughs> See you later. This is Leicester. It's a roller coaster. <laughs> Take care, yep, mate. All the best. Easy. See you later. See you later. Thanks. Bye bye. Thanks to Neil for coming on there. Do get over, support him. It's a great channel. Him and Ant on Beyond the 90. Um, fantastic channel um just a last few comments here um james isn't happy with the board um i think you'd have elton on the elton's a great i mean i, <laughs> I struggled to get a word in uh which is not like me but he's he i've he, he said the other day he said here's my telephone number if you ever want to talk football just ring me up because we can talk football <laughs> for the whole afternoon uh, and i might just do that one day um 
James the Ninth would be okay season for you guys. Yes, I know your standards are higher than that, but with what's been happening this season, it's more. Yeah, it is. And 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 to be honest with you, mate, um, you know, as critical as we are, and we do these shows straight after, we've got blue tinted glasses on, both of us for our teams. Um, you sometimes have to take a step back and go. Fifth place we've had. We've had fifth place for two seasons running. This happens to be the season. And even, even Fergie had these seasons at Man United where, you know, he didn't win anything. He just rebuilt and came back. And let's say, I want Brendan to stay. Um, I can't, I don't think they would say, who would we get? And please don't say Potter. Who would we get if we got rid of him um, that could do just as good a job? It, it's a process he's doing for all the Arsenal fans. And I think if we get rid of him too soon, we're just starting that process again. Um, how much would you pay for Luckman um, from Leipzig? Or would you rather go for someone better than him in the summer? James, you know what? We had under last year. And when he started the first few games, was we thought, well, I did. I thought, hmm. Yeah, this looks, you know, he looks a good player. And then he didn't really offer anything at all. Uh, and he, he had flashes. So we didn't extend the loan. Lockman, yeah, I mean, it's 15 million, apparently. If we can get him for 15 million, bloody hell, snap him up. Snap him up, definitely. Uh, Mike, thanks very much, mate. Thank you for your, your, your comments and for sticking with us in the watch along. I know you wanted to go to sleep. I'm quite honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I agree. I I was I wasn't far off. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, and David S. The thing is, whilst he's a more progressive player than indeed in terms of passing, he doesn't have his defensive abilities. I struggle with so many uh, out of position players. We have Yuri Madders. Uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, I say some. Well, well, the problem is, as a manager, you know what it's like. Uh, it's it's not sort of a. A, a, a FIFA where we can oh we, we lost that game but I saved it at the end so let's but the beginning so let's do that game again we can't do that when they get it right they get it right these managers when they get it wrong we all have a go at them guys thank you so much for watching uh like I say if you are on uh, a YouTube or if you're not on YouTube get over to YouTube lesser till I die TV and please give us a subscribe a like and turn on that notification bell you will then never miss another show we do uh, uh seven or eight shows a, a, a week at the moment so roll on the summer so if you can do that great. and if you've been listening to us on your favorite podcast platform again thank you so much for doing that really do appreciate it the podcast goes from strength to strength take care everybody wasn't to be but we didn't lose we didn't lose. Um, so every cloud, as they say. We're going to be back tomorrow at 7 o'clock when I will be having a, a, an interview, a one-to-one -one with Winston White, ex-Leicester City player, also ex-Burnley player, and Berry and quite a few other clubs as well. And then 9 o'clock tomorrow, it's the European semi-finals review. And it'll be myself, a Man City fan, a Liverpool fan, and a West Ham fan. Sorry, Arsenal fans. Sorry, Man United fans. You're not invited to the party on that one. Oh, you hate me, don't you? You hate me. Look, thanks to everybody in the chat. Thanks to Mike for modding as he as he's done. Um, 
I'll take a point in the end, even though we needed three. Take care, mate. Uh, see you. Yep. Well, well, thanks very much, James. We'll see you at the next one in a couple of weeks. <laughs> we'll see in the return leg at our place. And um, uh, yeah, <laughs> you found. Yes, I did find a city fan in the end. Thank you very much. Uh, it's Ray. So um, old faithful. I will see you then. Thanks for everybody in the in the chat. Thanks for everybody who joined me in the watch along earlier. I'm going to be losing my voice if I carry on much longer. So I'm going to say goodbye. Thanks to everybody that joined in. Thanks for everybody who turned up. Please, please subscribe to the channel, Lester Till I Die TV. And I will see you tomorrow night at 7 o'clock for the Winston White interview. See you then. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.